What a jam. <laughs> to cutscenes and cupcakes, the podcast. I was Hi. very concerned about Lindsay's dancing that she might hurt herself during the like hit her head on something. It was upsetting to me as well. <laughs> it did remind me of mosh pitting though, and I do miss concerting. Yes. Although I think I might be too old to mosh pit. When does one become too old to mosh you, pit? You are too old to mosh pit. So sad. I need to We're have like all a, too old to mosh I pit. I need to have like a mosh pitting funeral. I think when you hit 20 years old. <laughs> I definitely like did it past 20. Anyways, that's a tangent I didn't think I'd go on. That's a realization I didn't think I'd be having tonight that I'm too old for things. Let's have a moment of silence for our youth. Anyways, welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast, where we talk about video gaming and sometimes desserts. I'm Marley. Um, oh, that's Marley. I'm Lindsay. <laughs> and I'm Steph. Yay! We are your three hostesses. Usually I say I'm the main character, but today I'll let you guys join in as equal partners with me. I was surprised, actually. What I was just joke that you stole from me. I've always been the main character. Let's be real here. No, you're the funny one. Okay. I'm the host, and Marley's our guest. <laughs> <laughs> nope. None Marley. of that is true. <laughs> except for the part where Steph said we're the three hostesses. Oh, is that truth and say, except for the part where Steph says she's the funniest, because no. that is the truth. Oh. <laughs> Listeners, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that type of honesty from the listeners. Leave us a review on what is it called now? Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we haven't asked for reviews in a hot minute. I think it's because we forgot because none of us, well, Lindsay might. I, I check them from time to time. I don't use Apple Podcast ever. Yeah, we haven't gotten one in a while, so give us some digital love, guys. Yeah. We need yeah. it. Maybe we need to do some outreach, some askings for new reviews. Yeah. Yes, Go. we just did. <laughs> <laughs> Go like and rate us, us on Apple Podcasting, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts of Apple, Macintosh Apples, Fuji Apples, mm. Big Granny Smith, Applesauce. Anyways. Caramel how apples. Are how are you guys? <laughs> Sorry, that was too late. Marley, oh, great. too late. I'm doing okay. I am adequate, if not well. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about the game that we're going to talk about today. You know what? Why don't you dive into that, Marley? Can I, Lindsay? Uh, let's dive in. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll do our not a sponsor segment at the end. So stay stay tuned to the end because we will have more tangents. Well, those aren't going away, let's be honest. <laughs> Another thing we haven't done in a hot minute is tell our listeners there will be spoilers. Oh, I have a banner for that. I think by now we just Spoiler! are like, everyone should know there will be spoilers. But in case you have not played, oh, I was going to point down uh, the game that we're talking about today. Or listen to our podcast ever. Yeah. You'll have the probably the ending, the middle, the beginning spoiled for you. Well, all of it. I mean, maybe. We'll see it's how much be spoiled, we actually... Marley. We, we'll see how much I actually get into the story, but... It's like four days past due milk. 
that you take a drink of without Ew. knowing that it's spoiled and then cough up because it tastes so disgusting. Don't you check the date? Yeah, you check. The, you learn that lesson once in your life, and then you check the date every single time. And then after. you stop and think, what day is today? Oh, it's only a day late. It's still good. <laughs> and then you or do you the sniff, sniff test. Or yep. you sniff it. Anyways, we're not here to talk about expired milk. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll that's just the put away my I'd research. <laughs> no, we are talking about the game Control. Control. Yes, I'm glad you did a sound effect because I was thinking about it. So, I, this if you don't game, do it within a minute, like I, I have to do it. I get a whole minute to decide. No, you get as much time as I gave you. So oh, okay. maybe more like a solid two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so Control. Is actually a fairly new game. It came out in 2019. It was that was kind of the year where there weren't any like super great games. I feel like, um, and so there were just like a few. Like, was that the year? Was that the year Death out. Stranding came out? Yeah, mm. and it won a lot of awards. Um, Avengers came out that year. Isn't that the year Ghost of Tsushima came out? No, that was all last year. That was 2020. Avengers came out in 2020 okay it's fine you know 2020 was just kind of the year that we all just kind of like forgot happened we just kind of skip (laughs) anyways damn covid okay so control um just a quick little thing about it so it's an action adventure video game it was developed by remedy entertainment and published by 505 games Um, I really like this uh, description that I found actually on Remedy's website about control. It says, after a secretive agency in New York is invaded by an otherworldly threat, you become the new director struggling to regain control. That's why it's called that. Uh (laughs) Um, This supernatural uh, third-person action-adventure game will challenge you to master a combination of supernatural abilities, modifiable loadouts, and reactive environments while fighting through a deep and unpredictable world. So this game, I'd seen a few like people playing it on um, Twitch, and it looked weird. I'll be honest. It looked really weird. And but it happened to be a free PlayStation game. And so, and I knew it looked cool. Like it had a female protagonist. And I'm like, cool, this game could be fun. I want to check it out. So I, I downloaded it because it was free. You know, why not? <laughs> For real. And so I finally picked it up and I actually was found myself really surprised with how much I really, I liked the gameplay. It is different. It's not your typical like first person shooter type game. Yes, you do have, like, a gun weapon, um, but there's so many other, like, weapons, and also you have, like, this really cool, um, I can't think of it, but you kind of, oh, it's like a tele, what is the thing where you can, like, control objects and, like, send them flying through the air? Telekinesis. Telekinesis. Thank you. So, yeah, you have, like, those telekinetic abilities, and you also have um, a gun that will reload after it kind of like rests for a second so you don't have to worry about finding ammo or reload like or like taking the time to like do that it's it's cool because really it's it's actually really quick so really you just have to kind of go get cover for a minute 
not even a minute. It's just like a couple seconds and your gun reloads and it's ready to use again. So, so that wanted, is a really cool feature. I wanted to make a quick interjection yes. um, before we get too much deeper in. So you, if you are a follower of the show, you know, usually we all have played the game mm. um, for this episode and a couple in the future. You, you guys, you know, if we could, we would spend all our time playing video games. <laughs> so you true. know, if we could um, do that as a job, if you guys want to pay us, maybe. Uh, not you guys in particular, but anybody wanted to pay us if we had sugar daddies. But unfortunately, all of us. I also... don't want a sugar daddy. <laughs> I'm just going to put that on the record right here, right now. I mean, if it meant I'm playing video games. Okay, all day. what about a sugar platonic friend? Yeah, isn't that what you are? No, because I I don't pay you for jack shit. Uh, well, Blake <laughs> does, so you know. Yeah, he sends monthly... me like a friendship fee. Yeah, the friendship fee. The... It's overdue. He sends you a fee. Too. If he no, sends you a fee, that means you have to we pay charge him. him so. a fee. He gives us a pension. Anyway. <laughs> so for this episode, probably a few in the future. We're going to have one of the members tell us about a game that they've played recently that we haven't gotten the chance to play yet. So yes. Marley is taking that opportunity this week to tell us about Control. I'm which taking Control. I think we've... <laughs> Lindsay, did uh -huh. you watch someone play it? No, um, I just had a roommate who played it and told me about it a little bit. And I watched Marley's Dreams. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we haven't had a chance to play it. We know very, like a little bit about it. And of course, we'll make smart-ass comments like how it's Lindsay expected. has to pay my husband so that she can hang out with us. Um, and so, I, yeah. That's not, that's not what I <laughs> said, what for one. Said. The way you said it, that's how it sounded to me. Well, that's, that's not how I took it. Well, that's going to be an extra wrong. fine yeah. <laughs> for Blake. Yeah, Take it up with my husband. Public insulting. Oh, <laughs> okay, so, continue. Continue, Marley. No, you're good. You have good. my permission. Thank you. I will take back control. Um, yes. So, yes. So you guys are going to hear from me a lot this episode, but I definitely want you guys to ask questions and um, provide input too, because... I, and I, I knew as soon as I started this game and found how much I was enjoying it and just kind of the uniqueness of it, I knew that like this was a game that you guys would definitely like. But again, as Stephanie said, we all have jobs. We all have things that we're doing. We all have other games we're playing and catching up on that we just don't have the time to all play at the same time. But eventually, I hope you guys do get around to playing this because I think you really would enjoy it. And the story is pretty cool. It's not like anything too crazy. So I don't know. I'm sure you guys are not even worried about spoilers at all. Um, because I feel like even though the story, obviously the story is an integral part of this game. But for me, I think it was just more the gameplay that made me like keep coming back and wanting to continue playing this game. The story is good, but it's just, it's very basic. Because what happens is, so again, there's this, um, there's this like agency, they're called the Federal Bureau of Control, and they are um, tasked with containing and studying phenomena that violates the laws of reality. And it's just like this really super secret thing. And they have this huge, huge um, facility. And is it it's Area actually... 51? 
No, but they call it the oldest house. It's kind of a weird name, but I don't know. It's kind of has an air of mystery, I think, to it. And um, so you just kind of utilize your different powerful abilities in order to defend, in order to defeat this deadly enemy. Which actually, um, so this main character, this redhead girl that you see on the cover of the game, her name is Jessie. And she actually um, coins the name of the of this force, and she calls it the hiss, because it actually does kind of have like a hissing sound to it, and it's really kind of spooky. And it just like the hiss kind of like takes over um, these people, the the workers. It's just it's just the people that work in this building, um, and they kind of take over. It's like a mind control kind of thing, and they. Um, they kind of turn them into like these really like spooky people and they kind of like float in the air or they like yeah. obviously or They're obviously creepy. they attack you. It is very creepy. I would not say though that this game is a horror game. It's not horror. Okay. I've it told is... you guys several times about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the creepy guys who take your voice away and then they steal your heart and the only way to kill them is to scream but your voice is taken away and they float above the ground and I had nightmares about it. It was very, it reminded me of that a lot. <sighs> I feel like you really need to go to therapy for this because I've watched <laughs> that episode with you and you bring it up like every single day. <laughs> it's the scariest thing. I don't know. Anytime I still remember talk, Anytime the word scary or upsetting gets brought up, you tell this story. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, it was true. And if there are Buffy fans, you will know that Hush is one of the creepiest episodes of the the creepiest episode of the entire series. Okay. And then we we believe you, Seth. I We're made not Lindsay watch you. the episode and then she made me watch this X-Files episode that wasn't scary at all. It was so creepy. The worm guy so creepy. Okay. Next time we have like this sort of like fun like uh TV show swap, I'm going to have you guys watch the Bloody Mary episode of Supernatural. Then we'll Already see how you it. feel. <laughs> how was that? It. Was it scary? um i'd say it's in between yours and mine so it'd be like mine is the most scary then marley's then yours <laughs> wow how <laughs> not to put you last but <laughs> it's scary so anyways control is not control is not a scary game but it is it is um it's weird you know it's definitely like kind of uh like, okay, what is going on here? Like, this is disturbing. That's the word I was looking for. It's disturbing. It really is. Because not only are these, like, people just kind of floating in the air, but they're also, like, all saying the same thing. Like, they're kind of chanting over and over mm -hmm. again. Like, the same kind of thing. But it's really kind of unintelligible. But you don't really pay too much attention to that because they're kind of just, like, way up in the air. And you are on the ground trying to you know, get from point A to point B, or there's other enemies on the ground, then you kill them. But the weird thing is, is that you're not really like killing them. And they're not really people. So I don't know, it's just kind of this weird thing. But the the weaponry, like I was kind of saying before, is definitely um, really cool in this game. It is kind of one thing that did really frustrate me with this game is that it's kind of hard to find your way around. You do have a map, don't but like just that. like the way the map is and kind of like, like it's kind of shaded so you can see like where the different levels are and stuff, but it's not totally clear 
And I definitely spent a little time at the beginning trying to find my objective a few times. And then I eventually found it. And you kind of get the hang of it, as with any game. But it was a little frustrating. And it also doesn't, like, there's a lot of side stuff. So much side stuff. I skipped a lot of side things. But I actually ended up going back to some because there were some different abilities that I totally missed out on. And I realized I wanted those things. Like there was one I didn't get till almost the very end of the game called Shield, where you basically use your telekinetic powers and you like pull up um, whatever environment you're in. You kind of basically just like pull up a bunch of rocks in front of your face and create a shield. And I didn't have that for like the entire game. (laughs) And I was like, no wonder I'm dying so much so often. It's fine. But anyway, so you kind of, I definitely had to turn to the internet to find out where some of those specific abilities were so that I could like go back and find them. Um, But if you're, if you're one of those people that likes to explore, you like all the side missions, this game has plenty of that, but it also has a pretty linear, you can just keep going and you don't need to get all those abilities. Maybe you didn't even know that they existed. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really matter. You just keep going. Yes, so Lindsay. I have a question. Um, yeah. So is it more like open worldy, or like kind of you know you can pick a level and you go back to that level? Like how do you get back to these levels to get the abilities? Like what gameplay setup is it? That's a good question. <laughs> kind of all of what you just said. <laughs> so you you do have like your 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 um, different like stories, like the different levels of the facility. And you can definitely like go around and explore, but I think there's like certain things that won't be open to you unless you're in that part of the plot, if that makes sense. So you kind of, there is some of that linear progression, but there's also, you know, while you're on that, in that area of the map and you, before you continue on, you can definitely go back and be like, oh, what was in that room over there? Or you do have, as you continue on um, through the facility, you gain access cards of certain levels to, um, and so there's some like early on that you need, like you need access five or six in order to go in that door, but you only have an access card for one or two. And it's like, how am I supposed to get in that? So that definitely encourages you to go back and try those places. Once you have those higher access, you should have access a hundred. That's what I said. (laughs) <laughs> but no, you have to earn it. <laughs> um, How dare they? So I do want to touch on uh, one of my most favorite things about this game. And that is how freaking artistic it is. This, so the building, let me just kind of, um, I found this kind of description on Wikipedia's page. Um, if I can find it again. So... Where was it? I was reading it earlier. Oh, it's on Wikipedia. I know, but I'm trying to find the, the specific, the specific on the paragraph. Line. Okay, basically, where is it? I Do you want me to keep this. helping you of no. where to find it. Oh, I found it. Okay, you're welcome. So it's kind of the setting is based on what is called brutalist architecture which is a style utilizing large concrete blocks. And it was actually popular, popularized in the 1950s. In, and it was used in many government buildings at the time. So the world's, the game's world design director um, 
kind of used, like they, they wanted to bring that in because they thought it would be a good science fiction setting. Um, because like those like big, large, like concrete blocks, like the geometric shapes and stuff, like it kind of has like a sense of power and weight and like stability to it. And so it kind of fits in with like the whole setting. And I thought that was really cool because it's definitely like when you're playing that game, it definitely has like some retro vibes to it as you're going around the different rooms. And there's even this one section. Um, and actually, Steph, I was just talking to Blake about this yesterday because he's been playing Control and he was asking me about it. And he reached this one part where it's called the maze. And you, um, in order to get through the maze, you have to uh, get the janitor's cassette player which sounds really weird, but it's just, it's fine. It makes sense in the game. So basically you put on these headphones and you you turn on the cassette player and it's like this like screamo rock music. <laughs> and it's really unexpected, but you go through this maze and like the walls are kind of opening around you. And it's like this really pretty kind of like hotel, like an art deco, like think like 1950s kind of art or 1920s, I guess, more so like art deco kind of style and like the walls are just kind of opening up around you and you're following this path and you're like listening to screamo music you guys just have to play it to know what i'm talking about because yeah, it is seems it super is unexpected really cool. knowing the style that i it seen. is yeah it is really really cool part and actually i was looking um so control got nominated and won several awards and one of them was from the Game Awards 2019. Um, they the award they they were nominated for several awards, but they only won one. You guys want to take any guesses to which award they won? Art direction, design. Yes. Yeah, I was going to guess that. <laughs> it was faster because you were muted. Did oh. you look it up? No, so? I didn't. Okay. Well, yeah, it's exactly that. They got I'm a art very direction. smart person. You are. <laughs> but yes, I feel like as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, duh, of course they won art direction because it's so true. Like that game is, it's, it's art. It's like unexpectedly like artsy. Anyways, I just think like, that's one of my favorite things about it. That description kind of reminds me of like, um, maquette that I just played mm. where it's kind of like very stylized. So that sounds very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, trying to think of what else. I don't know. What else do you, what else do you guys want to know about the game? So tell us about the telekinesis aspect of it. Okay. So, um, you as the main character, Jesse, you basically come in contact with the hiss, um, thing. And so you kind of like gain some of those abilities, but, but because, of scientific reasons and I don't want to go into them because I'm I know I'm gonna butcher it but is the this game is ex- Scientology game no but the game explains it, it so the game explains it much better than I can but basically the hiss doesn't affect you it, it just doesn't it doesn't do that like what it's doing to everybody else because there's something special about you <laughs> you are Ellie no oh sorry <laughs> But anyways, so then you kind of gain some of those abilities too. And that's why you can stand up against these people. And that's why everybody is like, hey, Jesse, go to this super creepy part of the government facility and go find this thing for us. 
it's like, okay. <laughs> Anyways, so in your right hand, you have your gun. And in your left hand, you have your telekinetic abilities. And I actually found that to be almost more effective than my weapons. So basically you, um, what you do is like you hold L1 and you kind of like grab an object, or even if there's no objects nearby, it literally will take a chunk of the floor. <laughs> and you just use that and you kind of like hold L1 and you're kind of holding this thing in front of you. And then you kind of, you aim to where you want it to go. And then it launches at that nice. foe or whatever it is that you need to throw the object at. And you can do it and it can go as quick as you need it to, too. Because there are some of those um, foes that you'll come across that are flying in the air. So yeah, you have your floating bodies, but then you also have your enemies that are actually flying. <laughs> and those are really hard to, to get because you'll yeah. like throw an object at them, but they see it coming so they'll dodge. And then you have to hurry and throw another one at them so that it actually like hits. And so it's kind of a really cool aspect of the game. You know, it's not, like I said, it's not just like your normal first person shooter. You're, you're actually incorporating, like, you know, you throw an object at them and then bang, bang, bang. You know, you kind of have to like use a combination of both. Hmm. Nice. And, that reminds me of Bioshock's like oh, telekinesis yeah. power. Like while you were describing that, I just kept thinking of like those stupid tennis balls that keep getting launched at you in that room when you get yes. telekinesis and how you can like pick them and a desk up and then just like launch it at, you know, big daddy or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's almost exactly like that. Um, and you also later on in the game. So kind of how you gain these abilities is you, as you go around the different levels, you encounter these objects of power and they're a lot of the times they're just like weird mundane, like things like, like a cassette player or a printer or like, they're just kind of weird objects. Like, just like you wouldn't know, but that's also kind of the whole reason why the federal federal Bureau of control is there is because like, there's these weird mundane objects that are acting weird. So we're going to study them, you know? <laughs> and so when you come in that contact, reminds me of like, Oh yeah. Keys from Harry Potter. Oh, there's oh, even yeah. like a bureau that like controls the port key so that you can't like go crazy with them anyways oh, I could, yeah but as soon as you come in contact with these objects of power you gain that ability and so that's kind of how you do that and the objects of power again like they're totally optional you don't have to go after these but if you want to and you want to gain those abilities then they're usually actually not too hard there's sometimes like a big boss that you might have to fight first but other times you might just have to like solve a puzzle to get to it so there is some puzzle solving as well, which I do like. It's not just like, oh, bad guys, bang, 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 dead. Okay, get the get the object, let's go. Like there's actually some, like you actually have to interact with the environment a little bit or find your way because this whole freaking place is a maze. Ugh. Like, yes, you have your literal maze later on, but this whole thing is a maze. <laughs> I hate mazes. I don't like mazes in gaming. I don't like mazes in real life don't like going to corn mazes yeah i don't mind mazes i can handle them <laughs> um you do have a map though so i mean you can just okay. keep referencing the map i'm a map i'm a map i'm the map how did i know that was coming there's a little door explorer for you thank you 
Um, so how about the characters? Is it just the protagonist versus the world? Do you come across any allies? You know, I like to know yeah. storylines. So yeah. are there characters in this game? Yeah, there definitely is. So you, as you kind of go around and visit these different areas, I'm sorry, calm down. <laughs> As you go around and visit these different areas, you come across other workers there, um, other agents of the of the bureau. And actually a lot of them like figured out that if they wear this like vest thing, it actually makes it so that the hiss can't like possess them, essentially. So a few of them you'll like see have vests on and you're like, okay, I know they're okay. Like they're they're good, they're fine. And so you will come across them. So there's definitely some really um, interesting NPCs to talk to. And even like their main, like their head scientist guy, you don't ever actually meet him, but you come across videos of him. Like they're really kind of creepy instructional videos of like the things that they're studying and stuff. So you'll, you'll just like come into a room and there's a projector there. And so you'll click on it. You don't have to. Again, these are like optional, fun, like little bits of lore. And then you'll see this like doctor come on and he will um, like explain things. He's really kind of kooky. He, you can tell he's hiding something, you know? So it's just kind of fun to, to see that as well. And actually I should say the main point of why you are there at this, um, at this facility is because you're um, dead. No, you're, you're seeking the whereabouts of your kidnapped brother, Dylan. Uh, And the last time you saw him or knew anything about him, he was actually here at this facility working. And so you have reason to believe that they are like holding him captive for some reason. And so you were trying to find him this whole time as well. So you, here you are kind of like everyone's treating you like the director, but at the same time, you have an ulterior motive. You're just trying to find your brother and you're not really sure if you even trust all these agents because they're holding your brother captive. But then you find out a little bit more like what's really going on. And your brother got like ultra possessed by the hiss. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yes. It's really, yeah. He's actually really kind of crazy. And there's some really cool dialogue options with him later on. Cause you do finally get to interact with him and he has, yeah. Like you have like some different, um, you don't have to keep talking to him, but you can. So that's kind of a cool option if you want to get into that lore some more. Um, if you had to compare this game to two or three other games, which games would you choose? Hmm, and why? That's a, that's a good question. Um, definitely has a lot of Bioshock vibes, mostly because of like the two handed feature where you have your like normal weapon and then you have like a special ability of some sort in your left hand. Um, so definitely Bioshock vibes. I, I don't know any other game that it would be like maybe and not really like a game but it definitely has like x-files kind of vibes you know just really um spooky paranormal stuff that's doctor who stuff i think it's just like a, a general alien sound <laughs> um and actually that's how it got described to me by a, another friend um was that it was very like X-Files-y. And they didn't think, okay, it's the same person that you watched 
or talk to play your your old roommate your old friend that uh that played it because he i was asking him i knew he had played it so i was kind of like do you think i'll like this game and he was like well it's really like x y l z i don't know if you're really into that stuff so maybe not and i was a little like hurt by that i was like what does that even mean and so you are i will say marley to his defense i think you are more into supernatural and fantasy than you are into sci-fi like you don't watch the expanse or star trek or you know you don't you don't spring for space that often or okay or like i see that not not just space but like you don't spring towards like the science fiction stuff the science fiction yeah that's yeah. what i was saying okay okay i can <laughs> see that but at the same time like i do like science fiction yeah maybe there's other genres that i tend to spend more time in but that doesn't mean i don't like science fiction um and so once i started playing this game i was like what is he talking about this game is cool <laughs> i like this <laughs> I do I do have to say too that and maybe it was just me so for my own gameplay there were definitely some levels where I died a lot yeah it's not it this this game is not I wouldn't say it's necessarily for beginners and you don't really get to choose your playing level either but it's not easy you know and you just kind of have to just like find your groove and just keep trying it's definitely one of those games that you will die a lot and that's okay just keep trying you just have to kind of, you know, know your enemies and know your weapons. And that will help, you know, that will definitely aid you um, to just be better and stuff. So it does take some practice, I think, but in a good way. I definitely was frustrated, though, several times. There were some times where I um, said swear words. So what? Oh, no. <laughs> and it's I, I Marley. Know. I know. Why would you stoop to that level? I know. I'm an awful person. Yes. <laughs> I need to control swear, my rage. People who swear are often out of control. I know. I need to control my rage. Yes. You need to control yourself and your rage. Yes. But it is, again, <laughs> kind of back to, you know, I. it is really awesome to see more women being the protagonist of a video game. And yes. in such a cool role. Like she she was really cool. Like I know I keep saying really cool, but that's because she was. <laughs> like she Hell had yeah. some really good combat. She had some actually really good dialogue too. Like she she was kind of snarky a little bit too. So she would like walk in a I room and be snark. like, she would just kind of be like, What is this over here? Like, oh wow. And like she definitely has that inner dialogue that you get to be a part of. And so it is definitely really it is nice to hear from like her perspective and kind of what her um, thoughts are about like the environment and the people that she comes across. So there is a little bit of that inside narration. Um, And so it is just, it just adds to the lore. So again, this game, if you like getting into the lore of things, there is plenty of that. There's definitely like documents and other things that you like um, can collect and you can stop and read those if you want. I didn't. Um, just because there's so many, but if you like that kind of thing, then there's definitely that for you in this game. So cool. if you like, if you like all the lore, you can definitely take the time to enjoy that. 
or you can just keep going and play the game and just have a good time too. There's, I think there's something for everyone in this game and you know, the end. <laughs> Do you think that All it's right. like a hard, like too hard of a game for beginners? No, I don't think so. Well, I, I would say, I'd say it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I'd say it's okay. somewhere in the middle. Like, I think it's good if you, you know, have played a video game before <laughs> and are familiar with like, you know, the different controls and things like this is not, this definitely is not a game to button mash. I'll okay. say that you, you got to know what to, to throw at people because, and, and to dodge too. I would always forget to move or hide behind stuff. And then I'd just be out in the open and people would just keep taking shots at me and then I would <laughs> die. And so I was like, Oh, I have to remember to move around. Um, so there's definitely like a learning curve and like, was that you, Lindsay, that just said, be patient. Yeah. You have I, to be I patient. said that very impatiently and pretty much interrupted Steph to say it, <laughs> but yes, yeah. be patient. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a way fun game. I, okay. Real quick. My, one of my final opinions on it too, was that if I had spent money on this game, I would have been more inclined to do, to go back and do more side missions and spend more time in the world. But because, uh, well, and also once you actually like finish the game, there is some more stuff that you can do. Like it kind of allows you to go on and like go back and do the side missions and stuff. So it's not like you have to start over. You can continue on, but nice. because I, it was a free game for PlayStation plus, I was like, you know, I am satisfied. I don't need to spend any more time in this world. I don't You'll feel never be to. satisfied. Oh, I have to tell you guys a real quick story. Okay. Okay. So there are outfits in this game. You can Yay! definitely change your outfit. Of course there are. But they're not easy to find. And so I went on the internet and looked at all the outfits that you could come across or earn. And there were a couple of them that you don't get until the very end of the game, which is stupid because you want to be able to wear them during the game. But there was one and she wears this really pretty gold suit, like a, like a nice, like power, you know, like blazer and slacks mm. power suit and it's gold. And I was like, I want that. <laughs> so I went and did a side mission for it. And it was really, really interesting. I've never seen this before in a type of like puzzle game. And I totally use the internet for this as well, but it was in this like section of the bureau and it was called the luck and probability department. And so what you did, so what they were, um, the, the agents and the scientists were uh, studying in this department were like, like lucky things, you know, like a rabbit's foot, four leaf clovers, uh, horseshoes, you know, like all those kind of objects and things that are lucky, you know, um, they were kind of studying them. So you had to like follow this sequence where you had to turn on so many lights and you had to turn the horseshoe a certain way. You had to pluck a leaf off of a four leaf clover and then go put it somewhere else. You had to like turn a fish a certain way and then you go and like turn on this button and then you get like this like item and then all of a sudden you have your outfit. So it's like really, really weird. And I, I again, I would never have figured it out if not for the internet's help. But I just <laughs> thought that like, how unique is that? I've never seen anything that cool. like that in a, yeah. in a game. And here I got this really cool outfit and I wore it the rest of the game. It was fantastic. <laughs> nice. I looked it up and it is pretty cool looking. Yes. 
Um, should I think that was a really solid review of a game, Marley? I'm, yeah, you did a great I'm job. I thought we could come to this group project that you did on your own and take credit for it <laughs> because <laughs> you did a you did a really good job. Oh, thank you. I I know. I think we can definitely do this more with games. We kind of realized, you know what? We we can do this and still talk about the games we've been playing and keep it relevant. And, and we just have diverse interests. Like, yeah, that is true. I know I will eventually drag you guys through Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. But, you know, in the meantime, you might as well play something you <laughs> would rather, you know, you pick on your own. Yeah, I guess. for sure. But anyway, <laughs> uh, should we dive into not a sponsors? Should I give a rating real quick? Oh yeah, yeah. Give wow, a rating. yeah. Lindsay, way to overstep. No, you're fine. I just, I almost, my I almost forgot. Step. You're the funny. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. I just, I just barely. Oh, Lindsay, I just barely remembered. Bring her back. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just do our normal cupcake rating. We haven't done just normal cupcakes in a while. Um, I haven't had a cupcake since the last time we did it. That's because we show. had a lot of cupcakes that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, was our last cupcake one? The cupcake review? The taste off? The taste off, and then we did the photo shoot. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, the photo shoot. That was more recent than the taste yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, it was a lie. I've had cupcakes since the last cupcake review. Yeah, come on, Steph. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm just going to do nice, um, nice cupcakes. Let's see. <sighs> What do I want to rate it? I should have had this prepared. I, okay. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. It's nearly there because I think, I think because the biggest reason was initially I would, I did find myself pretty frustrated with the map and the lack of direction, but I think that that could have just been me. And also it might've just been because I needed to kind of get used to the game a little bit better. Um, but I think if there was a little bit more clear, Hey, go to here, this is how you get to it. I would have been a little more happy with it in the beginning, but I was happy enough that it kept me, it kept drawing me in and I kept going to it. And actually I had a really fun time streaming it too. Um, it was a really fun game to, to pick up. And, and even if like, a lot of people who did kind of pop in and say, Hey, had never played it before. It didn't, I don't think it really mattered too much. Like that they hadn't played it before. You know, you could still like watch a segment of someone else playing it and still be able to enjoy it. And we did have a friend that was watching play and they were providing feedback and it was actually really helpful because they had played it before. <laughs> so, so thank you. Yeah. K4. <laughs> yeah. K4 is a great streaming buddy. Yes, he's great. He's actually a friend of mine from college, so you know. Shout out. <laughs> Anyways, okay, that's my rating. So if that tells you guys anything, you should play it someday. Excellent. It does look like a fun game to play. I would love to play it sometime. Have you been watching Blake play it? A little bit, but he finished it super quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's not a very long game. I should I should mention that too. It's it's really not especially if you don't spend too much time on the side missions or if you just, you know, don't die as much as I did. Um, <laughs> it's it's a actually a fairly quick game. It's no, uh, 
it's no Mass Effect 1. I'm just kidding. What could be? What could be, you know? Mass Effect 2. No, I I don't know. Okay, we're well, not talking I'm about so, Mass Effect I'm right so now. I'm so torn, like, as to which one's my favorite, but I still think it's Mass Effect 1. Anyway, not a sponsor's. You guys have yours ready. I don't. So why don't you go first? Stephanie should go first. You don't? Okay. I do. (laughs) Okay. So I had a baby about six weeks ago. And (gasps) because of that, I've been up at night pumping so that uh, my boobs don't explode and my baby has something to eat. What? I mean, yeah. You didn't need justification for that. (laughs) I can't hear you. Oh, you oh. Froze. oh, no, I can't hear anyone. Oh, she froze. Oh, no. Stephanie will see herself out and back oh, in. Oh, no, Stephanie. Can you hear us? Uh, Maybe I should go can you hear us? doing that. Uh, Check your volume. I am plugged. Can you hear me? No. Oh. Oh. Oh, she's I gone. I think she responded to when I asked, can you hear me? <laughs> She probably read your lips. Well, I'll go ahead and go while we're waiting for Stephanie. Good idea. Okay, I'm going to do this whole book series that I actually just finished. There were three books. Um, Hold on, let me bring Steph back in. Can you hear us, Steph? I can hear you now. I don't know. Okay, cool. I was, while we were waiting for you, I just kind of took over and was going to go. Okay. Or do you you want to finish? No, you go. Okay. Sorry, you guys. We've had a little technical difficulties, but we're good. We're good. It wouldn't be a cutscene show without technical difficulties. <laughs> Let's be real. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm going to, I'll just, I'm sorry. I'll just take over and then you Do can it. go. Okay. So I've been reading this book series. Uh, it's by Holly Black. And I don't know if the series actually has like a name, but the first book is called The Cruel Prince. And the second book is The Wicked King. The third book is The Queen of Nothing. And it was actually a really interesting series. Um, it reminded me a lot of another series that I've talked about on this podcast before. It's like the the Mortal Instruments, like that Shadow Hunter universe by Cassandra Clare. Um, but this one takes place in fairy world. But it's not like your fairies, like oh, a cute little fairy and flit away. Like no, these are like the dark, like mean fairies that like play tricks on you and they can't lie and they just want to mess with humans and all these things. But it's really interesting. Um, I rather enjoyed this series. And I they're not, they weren't very short or they weren't very long. So I got through them really fast. Nice. But it was but it was fun. Like I I guess, yeah, Lynn's I do like a nice fantasy <laughs> genre. It's true. So I, I recommend those. They're they're really good. Again, the first one is The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. So, when you first said the cruel prince, I thought he, you said the cool prince. And I'm like, really? That's the best you could come up with? <laughs> the cool prince. The cruel. The cruel. As in the like, cruel. not somebody who wears their hat backwards and eats chili cheese dogs. It's the cruel, the mean cruel. prince. Yes. yes. Okay. I understand now. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really good book series. I really enjoyed it. Okay, Steph, talk to us about pumping. Oh, well, it's not about pumping, but yes. <laughs> I am up uh, several times throughout the night uh, with or without my child. And so in order to like keep myself awake, I've just been watching TV on like my iPad. But I've been revisiting some of my old favorite shows. Um, I pulled up the old show Reba the other night. 
Have you guys seen, ever watched that? I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. It's a silly show. That's not my not a sponsor. My not a sponsor is Boy Meets World. <gasps> oh, yes. I've been rewatching Boy Meets World. It's just such a wholesome, good show. And not only is it a fun show and like a cute show, but they address some like pretty big deals. Like one time the father has a midlife crisis and that's a big deal. And one time one of their friends is getting beaten by their dad. So like, it it has good morals in it. <laughs> like beat your children. No, like, no, like <laughs> address it if you know someone is yeah. being hurt by someone that that loves them. Yeah. So, and also, I mean, those kids are just so cute. It is weird because I remember thinking how hot they were when I was a kid watching it because they were my age or older, and now I'm like, they are cute kids because they are children. <laughs> it's weird how that like view changes. So. Hmm. I'm also excited because the guy who plays Sean is coming to Fanex in yeah. Utah in September. And I really want to do a photo op with him because I loved Sean. Yes. I had, I definitely had a thing for bad boys and Sean was like the perfect, like bad boy with a good heart that like all the girls like kind of like, that was a thing you want a, a good, a bad boy that you can turn good. Well, maybe for that reason, I should get a photo op with Will Friedle because he's also coming. He's the older, funny brother. Because I think I like the funny people. Because I had a crush on him when I was little watching Boy Meets World. (laughs) Maybe they'll do like a three pack because uh, Mr. Feeney is coming too. That would be fun. And I would do a three pack. That'd be fun. Feeney! Feeney! I love Boy Meets World. Such a good one. (laughs) <laughs> Did we give you enough time to come up with your not a sponsor? Yes, it's an emotional one though. Like oh. as oh. I was thinking about it, my eyes got hot. Um, so a few years ago, two, I want to say two years ago, I my not a sponsor was like myself because I made a change in my life and I had changed jobs, and that was a really good change. Um, Whoa, emotions, you guys. Holy crap. Anyway, um, so I that was an amazing job for me at the time, and I would give them a shout out. Like it was a place to recover, and I was no different. I recovered there. And so the rehab job was wonderful, but I have moved to an office job now, and that is all thanks to my non sponsor, who is Erica, who is pretty much a sponsor. Um <laughs> She goes by the name Ondawin online. Um, you should definitely check her out. She is funny. She runs an amazing podcast called The Let Us In, which I'm honored to be part of. And she does a lot of work with, um, what is their called? The Level One Geek. Level One Geek. I was going to say something different, which is the old part of Level One Geek. Anyway, um... So yeah, go check out Erica. She is just such a good friend of ours. We talk to her every day and she was the one who kind of hooked me up with this job and I couldn't be more grateful. You guys, if your life sucks, go find cool friends anywhere you can. And, (laughs) you know, don't be afraid to make a change because I definitely hate change, but it's a good thing. So it is a good thing. I love that. We're yeah. very glad that you got a new job too. Oh yes. yeah. She I was, was gonna... busting my butt and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm making like double 
like I got paid for a week and I, it was like one of my average paychecks at my other job. And I was just like, Dang. Oh my gosh, I uh, needed this. <laughs> I know. I was drowning. <laughs> I know when uh, Erica hears this episode, she's going to be, she's going to cry. Well, I'm crying too. Cause she's so. a crier. She's I'm a crier. also a crier. So here we go. I love it. You guys are great. <laughs> Anyway, we love yeah. our cry baby friends. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tender heart, is what Stephanie likes to yes, say. Yes, you just because you told me the one time that you hate it, that you hate that adjective. <laughs> Everyone is always like, Oh, Lindsay, you're such a tender heart. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh email us, guys. Email, <laughs> email us. <laughs> That's what the banner says. Our email is cutscenesandcupcakes at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want to hear. Recommend games. Uh, just ask what's up. We're always happy to respond. Um, you guys can also reach out to us on our other social meds, which is um, Facebook, our and Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We also have been streaming. Yes. So watch out on our social medias for our streaming um, schedules each week. Our yes. handle is Cutscenes Pod on Twitch. So maybe in the next I, little bit oh. we'll do a threesome. What? Oh, yep. we should do a combined stream. I will only ever refer together to it as a threesome. I hope not. <laughs> so right now um, we're streaming as of you know right now because that it always changes. Lindsay is uh, playing through Mass Effect, and Stephanie started a replay of um, God of War as kind of a fun, like, hype for the next God of War, which we found out recently is not going to come as soon as we thought, but that's okay. And then I, right. yes, and then I am doing a replay of The Last of Us Part Two in honor of the game's release this this month, the June, the month of June. So yay! Steph, Come check us out. You were gonna add? Nope. Oh, I heard Marley it. And great. I and I was like, hmm, this should be good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we love you guys. We love our fans. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, and you should definitely grab a friend, eat some cupcakes, and play some video games like Control. Yay! 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 Goodbye. Bye. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.